This is Generation Justice. I'm Chantal Trujillo. I'm Christina Rodriguez. I'm George Luna Peña. And I'm Jordan Unverzat. Generation Justice is a multimedia movement that trains youth to harness the power of media for social change. So tonight, we will be speaking about events and issues that are important to our community. As you know, we regularly include a community calendar on our program, and tonight we are going to dedicate the entire hour to sharing information about what's going on in our community. Sharing announcements and events from and for our community is a special opportunity for us to honor the voices, talents, and skills of those around us. It's a space for us to get the word out and also a space for us to give thanks to all of the awesome community members of our community. Spreading awareness and spreading love is an honor for us, and it's one of the ways in which that we can find empowerment. So stay tuned, and if you miss any of the information about these amazing events, you can visit our website at generationjustice.org. Our first event of the night is called Embras de Pluma, which means women wielding the pen. Embras de Pluma is also part of the Siembra Latino Theater Festival, which is a joint effort by the National Hispanic Cultural Center and nine different New Mexican theaters to share a variety of Latina and Latino playwrights. It's a year-round festival hosting different plays, which include Bless Me Ultima, The Chupacabra Cantina, The Sad Room, and many more. That is correct, George. Embras de Pluma is a collection of storytellers, writers, activists, and actors. Join them as they weave stories and share the complexities of identity, life, death, violence, coming of age, love, loss, and most importantly, the power of sharing our own stories and voices. Embras de Pluma will take place on April 23rd through the 26th and another installment from April 30th through May 3rd. It will be at the Wells Fargo Theater at the National Hispanic Cultural Center. This production is intended for mature audiences. For more information, contact the National Hispanic Cultural Center at 505-724-4771. Also, the hashtag for the production is hashtag Embras2015. Another great event to mark in your calendars is Culture's Night Out. This is the Indian Pueblo Cultural Center's annual event to support and showcase emerging Native American artists. Meet and shop from emerging artists such as Penny Singer, who's Dene, Marla Allison from Laguna, and Kathleen Wall from Hemis, just to name a few. They will all wow us with their innovative work, ranging from painting, jewelry, fashion, photography, mixed media, and so much more. From 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., you can see contemporary art being created live and also try out the delicious food of the Pueblo Harvest Cafe's award-winning chefs. And after you've checked out the art and the food, enjoy the rock and roll duo Scatter Their Own, who will be performing live at 8 p.m. And afterwards, there will be a dance party to the music of several DJs, including DJ Wei Fonke. This event will take place at the Indian Pueblo Cultural Center on Friday, April 24th from 6 to 9.30 p.m. For more information, please contact Claire Canfield at ccanfield at indianpueblo.org or call 505-724-3539. Stay tuned for more amazing events. Before we continue, here's a song called Ooh by John Bellion and Christiane Jensen.
welcome back. Tonight we are sharing some great upcoming events happening around our community. Up next is the New Mexico Festival of Asian Cultures. Tell the people what it is, Christina. It's presented by the Asian American Association of New Mexico. This event gives community members an opportunity to learn, celebrate, and honor Asian cultures. The Asian American Association of New Mexico annually celebrates diverse Asian cultures by organizing and presenting this festival. They also work to promote and preserve the cultural customs and heritage of Asian American communities in New Mexico. They were founded by the Albuquerque Lodge of the Chinese American Citizen Alliance, the New Mexico Japanese American Citizens League, the Lao Embassy, the Korean American Association of New Mexico, and the Filipino American Association of New Mexico. Their annual festival is on May 9th, so you can expect a wave of music, food, activities, vendors, and much more. Altogether, there will be an opportunity to explore a variety of Asian American cultures, including Cambodian, Chinese, East Indian, Filipino, Hawaiian, Indonesian, Japanese, Korean, and many, many more. Once again, the festival will be on Saturday, May 9th from 10.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. This is at the New Mexico Veterans Memorial Park, which is on Louisiana Boulevard, just north of Gibson. For more information about this celebration, please call 505-332-9249 or visit aaanm.us. And if you're looking for something to do this Saturday, Christina, tell the people what it is. Project Feed the Hood will be hosting their sixth annual opening day for their International District Community Garden. This is a great opportunity to get to know our local community gardens. New Mexico is one of the most food insecure states in the nation. And at the same time, agriculture is one of is one third largest industry. Food is at the core of our economy and our culture. When healthy food is difficult to access and to distribute, and when we have challenges preserving our local businesses and our access to water, it becomes incredibly important that we work together to share and support locally grown solutions. Project Feed the Hood has planted over 500 seeds at the International District Community Garden, which is on the corner of Ross and Wellesley. There will be art, games, scarecrows, quesadillas, grilling, and a potluck, plus some gardening. It will be this Saturday, April 25th, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. If you have any questions, you can get more information by calling 505-315-6587 or by emailing feedthehood@swap.net. While we're on the subject of food, the Santa Fe Farmers Market Institute presents its 10th annual Movies That Matter film series, co-sponsored by the Jean Cocteau Cinema. Movies That Matter is back for another season of thought-provoking, action-inspiring films. This Wednesday at 6.45 p.m., there will be showing Lunch Hour, a documentary that examines America's national school lunch programs, which expose children to unhealthy but culturally accepted foods at a young age. School officials, politicians, doctors, chefs, and others share what they're doing to solve this problem. The movie will be showing at the Jean Cocteau Cinema at 418 Montezuma Avenue in Santa Fe. If you would like a complete list of upcoming films or for info, you can call the Jean Cocteau Cinema at 505-466-5528. Now, here's a song called I Won't Mind by Zayn Malik. Stay tuned.
Generation Justice has some really exciting news. The application for the 2015-2016 Generation Justice Fellow Program is now available. The GJ Fellows Program is designed for young journalists of color who have recently graduated or who are currently finishing college. It's an opportunity to get training in video, audio, and print journalism, as well as invaluable networking and exposure through interactions with local, national, and international journalists. The deadline to apply is Tuesday, May 19, 2015. To talk a little bit more about what it means to be a part of this fellowship, here are GJ Year 2 Fellows and tonight's co-hosts, Chantel and Christina. Welcome, you two. Um, Thank I guess you. Thank you. I guess I wanted to ask you guys, what, what did you gain from your fellowship here at Generation Justice? Maybe, Chantal, if you want to go first. Um, so I've gained a lot, but um, when I started the fellowship, honestly, I hated the media um, because for many years I had seen people of color be marginalized and criminalized within the media. So it's kind of something that I've pulled away from in the last couple of years, um, corporate funded media. and. I came to Generation Justice with a passion for writing and spreading awareness. And, um, you know, I knew right away that I was going to be exposed to a different side of media, a side of media of, you know, that consisted of a, a national network of people who are contributing to media reform and, you know, uh, the combination of social justice and journalism, which is something that I didn't really know existed. So that was amazing for me and part of the curriculum for the fellows is we're able to um, actually talk with a lot of those journalists and um, ask them our questions and see how we can um, you know work together and some of them that we've actually done trainings with are like Jasmine Chavez, John Garcia, Maria Hinojosa so to actually meet these journalists and you know um, see that you can be successful and as a journalist and not have to abandon your values and what you believe in is really inspiring for me. Um, and then also, I've gained a lot of skills since I started here. Um, I, like I said, I had a passion for writing, but you know, we have our radio show, we do video, we do a lot of audio editing, and I feel like I'm a lot more experienced in media making as a whole, whereas before I was just, you know, I just felt like writing was my only way of being able to spread awareness and, and say what I wanted to say. But now I just feel like I'm a more well-rounded media maker, which I'm really thankful to have received all of that training here. Awesome. And Christina, what, what do you think you've gained from the fellowship? Well, I really have just loved feeling this unity and this empowerment that I feel here at Generation Justice. Like, media and Chantel, like, I don't know if we would have met before because I love the media and Chantel hated the media. <laughs> and it's just like, I love the media, but I didn't know where my place was in the media and I didn't know how to pursue it. I was hearing from other journalists, like, don't pursue media, like, it's dying. Or, um, I just felt really isolated myself and I didn't see a lot of journalists that looked like me and I, I kind of just wanted to experiment and experience it and that's something that I've had the opportunity to do here at Generation Justice like since day one when we started off with the GJ Institute and we got to work with Tristan Autone who's a journalist for Al Jazeera America and just all over the country and I just think even he was pushing me from day one like just asking me to do things and I didn't know if I could do it but I thought hey I'll try and that's what I've gotten to do my whole time here at Generation Justice so I really appreciate that and and just exploring my community more and trying to find those connections to New Mexico and 
to like the whole planet really but um, another journalist I was really excited to meet was Kent Patterson because he's done a lot of work here on the US-Mexico border and in Mexico and just hearing stories from him and hearing him talk just reassures me that I want to pursue that kind of career and also we we got to talk with Leticia Miranda and she's a reporting fellow at ProPublica and that's investigative journalism which I think I've been trying to pursue from the beginning but people kept telling me well other journalists kept telling me that I was interested in human interest journalism because I wanted to write about humans or real life like I wanted to get that connection but I thought there was more to journalism than that and here at Generation Justice I've had that reaffirmed for me and I've gotten to play with it and I thought I was a really visual person beforehand too but I've found a love for audio that I don't know if I would have explored before and the power of using my voice or looking at the voices of others and the power of a silence or a laugh or just a weird noise that you make and I just I think it's really powerful what we do here at Generation Justice and I've fallen in love with it. It's so great and unique that you can grow professionally and embrace who you are um, in an environment like this. Uh, what makes this fellowship so special to you? Well, I think going along with that, embracing who you are, um, you know, coming here, I knew that I was going to gain experience in media making and um, in positive youth development and all of that. But I think something that I'll always carry with me, carry with me for the rest of my life is learning how to be a storyteller in telling my own story. Um, Generation Justice really has a space where anybody who's involved can you know, you're encouraged to embrace your identity, embrace who you are. And I firmly believe that once you're able to tell your own story with pride, um, that's when you can go out into the community and tell the stories of other people um, because you know what it is that you're looking for. You know that um, the passion and, you know, I'm a, I'm a Chicana and I'm so proud of who I am. And I feel like that pride has only um, brought in since I've been here and I'm so thankful for that. I'm so thankful that I've been able to be in this space and um, really also learn more about who I am. You know, cultural, cultural and, and um, racial identity just in general. Our identities in general is something that we really take pride in here and everybody that we um, have on our team, everybody's different from one another and we value each other in our differences. And um, so that's definitely something that I'll carry with me forever. Awesome. What has made this fellowship so special for you, Christina? I think, um, like Chantel said, it's it's definitely finding your identity and, and learning what importance that has. And you don't have opportunities to learn about yourself and to, to challenge yourself that often. So I really appreciate that about the fellowship because I, I came in here thinking like, I'm a girl, like I'm a minority, and instead I'm a woman, like I'm Chicana, like I can't be ashamed of that or not use those words just because it feels uncomfortable or that I don't hear that enough outside of um, mainstream things. And I just think it really is, it's all about the love for yourself and your community. And I definitely came in thinking love was a cheesy idea and not something that I could put into my work or my journalism. I thought maybe it was more about deadlines and you know, style book rules, and I think opening up to, like, the different levels, like, the multidimensionality of, like, everything you do and what you can do in your everyday life, and I also just think um, 
I felt challenged a lot. Like I was in competition with other people when I was just pursuing journalism in school. But here I, I get to challenge myself. Like I am my com competitor and I can grow from that. And I, and I think the fellowship is so special because you're, you're growing. You have that space to really solidify your roots and then see where you can go from there. Well, thank you both for, for sharing your thoughts. Christina, you mentioned growing, and uh, I've I've had the pleasure of witnessing both of you guys grow in the last 10 months. So uh, we had an amazing first-year cohort. We have an amazing second-year cohort. Definitely looking forward to what the third-year cohort will bring. Uh, so thank you guys again. Thank you. Thanks a lot. So if you're interested in producing high-quality media and want to give rise to narratives based in critical thinking, truth, and hope, we encourage you to apply. Also, please help spread the word. You can find more information and the application by visiting generationjustice.org, clicking on Fellowship Program, and selecting 2015-2016 Fellowship. Now here's our next song, Epocas by Klubs. Coming up fast is the IFDM Student Showcase on Saturday, May 2nd. Interdisciplinary Film and Digital Media IFDM is a program at UNM that provides a variety of skills to apply to digital technologies in innovative ways, whether it's for engineering, business, art, or science. They offer degrees that can be customized to each individual student and their interests. You can check out the projects that these students have been working on during the spring semester at the IFDM Spring Student Showcase at Mesa del Sol. Mesa del Sol is at 5700B University West Boulevard, right next to ABQ Studios. Again, the showcase will be on May 2nd from 10 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. There will be a student presentation from 10 to 12, followed by an open house to explore and check out the students' coursework and projects. For more information, you can search IFDM at UNM on Facebook and see their live updates. Also coming up next week, there will be some focus group sessions hosted by the Department of Justice on UNM campus. In December, the United States Department of Justice Civil Rights Division opened a review of UNM's policies and procedures regarding sexual harassment, including sexual assault. In January, UNM commissioned a report by a New, Mexico, a New York law firm Pilgrim and Associates in order to review the university's 17 policies regarding how to report sexual assault and assistance for survivors of sexual violence. The report found that the procedures were unfamiliar, unclear, and confusing to UNM staff, administrators, and students. The report's findings are unfortunately very similar to findings at universities across the nation. The DOJ is currently investigating 100 universities for sexual harassment and assault. As the DOJ investigates UNM's policies, they are hosting focus group sessions three days this week. All are invited to participate in these sessions. DOJ representatives will also be available for private sessions um, for any reason. They will be hosting these sessions April 21st through the 23rd. 
For more information, you can contact Diane Anderson at 505-277-1807. If you would like to set up a private appointment, contact the DOJ at 855-856-2048. You can also send an email to community.unm at usdoj.gov. Now, here's a song called A Lovely Mess by Front Porch Step. And I promise I will spend my life Just trying to make you feel alive Cause you are broken And I am such a wreck I swear I'll love you till I'm dead If you love this program and the great variety of news, music, and public affairs you hear on KUNM, this is the time to give us your support. KUNM is about to replace $75,000 worth of broadcast equipment, and we can't do that without you. Give any amount by major credit card at KUNM.org. You can also see the thank you gifts we have for you and register for a chance to win a $500 gift certificate to Kim Ju Photography. It's all at KUNM.org. UNM Students for Justice in Palestine has done amazing work locally in bringing awareness to the ongoing brutal occupation of Palestine. Tomorrow, UNM SJP will be hosting a UNM Divest Teach-In. This event will help community members to learn about why students at UNM are pushing for our university to divest from corporations that prof profit off of border militarization and occupation. Academic institutions across the U.S., including here in New Mexico, are investing in corporations such as Hewlett-Packard, Caterpillar, Motorola Solutions, and G4S, which profit off human rights violations across the world from the borderlands here to Palestine. According to SJP, as students, faculty, and community members, we shouldn't want our place of learning to be a place that invests in the oppression of others. Again, this teach-in is taking place tomorrow, Monday, April 20th from 6 to 8 p.m., and it will be held at the UNM Student Union Building on the third floor in rooms Fiesta A and B. And later this week, on Wednesday, there will be a full ASUNM Senate meeting where the vote will be made on divestment. This is an opportunity for people to show the ASUNM senators that the student body and community want UNM to divest from all corporations that benefit from the illegal occupation of Palestine. The meeting will take place on Wednesday, April 22nd at 6 p.m., and it will be located again at the Student Union Building on UNM campus, rooms Lobo A and B on the third floor. For more information about these events, email unmsjp at gmail.com or visit unmsjp.org. Also, the hashtag to use for this initiative is hashtag UNMDivest. It's important that our voices get heard, both to our student government and to our government officials in Congress and in the Senate. That's right, Christina. And another issue that we've been keeping our eye on is the fight for net neutrality. Net neutrality is about protecting our open internet, making it available and accessible to everyone equally without the influence of corporations to create fast lanes and slow lanes. That's right, George. And we won that fight on February 26th when the Federal Communications Commission approved new open internet rules by a narrow 3-2 to two vote and approved that the internet would be reclassified as a Title II utility under the Telecommunications Act, regulating the internet in the same way that we regulate water and electricity. 
But since then, multiple and various pieces of legislation are in the works to destroy net neutrality and to defund the FCC in order to roll back the new protections on the open Internet. The new net neutrality rules just got published in the Federal Register last Monday, making them open for lawsuits. Just got published, and in the first day, there were already five different lawsuits. These lobbyists for both huge and small cable companies have been preparing these lawsuits for weeks, actively attacking the FCC for their alleged abuse of discretion. The fight for net neutrality is over a decade old, and this is just the next chapter in this struggle, defending our right for the open internet. Net neutrality is especially important to New Mexico and other communities of color as well. The internet is one of the only mediums in which we get to receive, distribute, and create stories with our own voices. To do your part, you can contact your local legislators to stand in support of net neutrality and in support of the millions of people who have urged the FCC to pass these protections in the first place. You can keep updated, get involved, and learn more by visiting savetheinternet.com. While you're visiting SaveTheInternet.com, we're going to play our next song of the night. The song is called Air, and it's by Waxahachie, who will be performing here in Albuquerque this Friday. It fogged up again, my spotless exits, we walk two by two. Hey Jordan, are you a film junkie? Definitely, Christina. And our next two events are perfect for all of you movie peoples out there. The RWJF Center for Health Policy at the University of New Mexico is hosting a sneak preview screening of the forthcoming documentary, The Raising of America, Early Childhood and the Future of Our Nation. This film moves back and forth between the science of human development and the stories of families and communities struggling to provide the rich and responsive environments all children need to thrive. The film focuses on initiatives and national priorities that might enable all children the opportunity for a strong start while building a more prosperous and equitable future for our nation. Check out the screening of The Raising of America at the Sheraton Uptown on April 23rd at 6 p.m. For more information, contact the RWJF Center for Health Policy at 505-277-0130. Another great film screening is happening on the same day. This film is called Maestra, which is about the 1961 Cuban literacy campaign. Join the Southwest Organizing Project, plus the filmmaker, Catherine Murphy, for this screening. The discussion following the film will include an exercise in which swapistas and guests will help to develop a short curriculum guide on the film and its relevance to people of color and low wealth in the U.S. The screening will take place at SWAP on 211 10th Street Southwest on Thursday, April 23rd at 7 p.m. For more information, contact SWAP at 505-247-8832. Now here's a song called Lovers Without Love by Joshua James. This road has all but taught me lessons 
have reached the end of tonight's program. Thank you all for joining us this evening as we discussed important events coming up in our community. We'd like to thank our awesome engineer for the night, Camaria Umi. Production assistance came from Chantel Trujillo, Cristina Rodriguez, George Luna Peña, Melissa Harris, and Roberta Rayel. And last but certainly not least, much appreciation to all of our youth members here at Generation Justice. We couldn't do what we do without you. Stay connected with us. Check out our website, generationjustice.org, where you can listen to all of our past radio programs, see music playlists, read our blogs, watch videos, and much, much more. Our podcasts are now available on iTunes, so be sure to subscribe. We're also active on social media, so please like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Generation Justice is funded by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation with additional funding from the McCune Foundation, and of course, all of you who have contributed to our project by visiting our website and clicking donate. 
I'm Jordan Andrezat. I'm George Luna Peña. I'm Chantal Trujillo. And I'm Christina Rodriguez. Coming up on KUNM is Spoken Word, so stay tuned, and we'll see you next Sunday at 7 o'clock. To end the show, this next song is called It's Only Life by The Shins. Buenas noches. Ba-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-